That L Word Podcast. Do you need the leadership work? Can you even love? A podcast about leadership and everything that people are afraid to say out loud. Do you love yourself? Because if you ain't leading yourself, how can you lead a multi-million dollar corporation? We are hot now, okay. just so you know. We're live. We're live. Uh, welcome back, everyone. It's For us, it's been, it feels like it's been a while. It's been two months, almost, I think, since we've actually been in the studio. I feel like I just left, though. <laughs> they go fast. We're like, oh, we're going to have a break. And then it's like, oh, we got to get back in the studio. Yeah, I was. I, I dreaded most of the time because in retirement, I always think about how early I have to get up to actually make it down here on time. And... Um, 5.30 in the morning is pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you got to set your alarm after you retire, I totally sucks. said to my lord to get up. Because like, I was like, I get up maybe around, I get up usually around 7, 7.30. 5.30 is pushing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's, it just does it's not smart to get up that early. No. People are like, oh, the earlier you get up, the more you can get done. I say, that's because you're not efficient when you're up. That's right. <laughs> that's and the I more say. tired you'll be, too. Yeah. Well, all right, we got a special <laughs> guest today. And it's, it's really special because it's it's funny how the the world works. And I'm like, hey, we got a we got a guest, and uh, you might know him. And then he's I tell him who you are because you are. Well, I remember Rico is is our is our guest, and then he's from um, was it in this Crowton High School? Crowton High School, right? Yes. And you're the cross country coach, and you are the track the, is the track and indoor indoor track and outdoor track yeah. and outdoor track, right? And I'm talking to you. You asked me to come up to y'all. The cross country team was about to go to state. And That's you, correct. And they were um, we reached out through our cycling buddy. That's right, Matt Hawkins. Matt Hawkins at uh, Ridge Supply, uh, and I love, you know, I got him on. I, always I was say, how's your, how's your Every, sock game today? Always, <laughs> it's always tight. Mine's you know pretty me? solid, too. Uh, and he was like, hey, Morgan, you available? And it was so happened to be it was my, my rest day, and I had nothing going on. And usually on my rest day, I don't even work on my rest days. Uh, and it was like, you want to come up here and talk to the, you know, the cross country team. And I'm sitting there on the couch, like I ain't shaved. And, and, and like, that's like, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, talk to Rico. And he was like, we just want to, we, we, we've done everything we can do physically. And we just want to get that last little push for that mental, uh, and emotional, um, resilience that we need to win this. Um, and that's how we met. And then we find out. He, he tells me, usually when people say Mars, like I always go, like, when were you there? Because I know that you were there, too. You know? And then and I say, yeah. And so my co-host is is, is Jody Fletcher. He's like, like he was at Marsock, and he, did he, does he ride bikes? That was the first thing. I did. Does he ride bikes? We rode bikes together. I was like, yeah, that's the guy. I know him. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and he's like, yeah, we've got a guy coming in, Rico. And I was like, okay. Dude, you know, and, then he's, and I was like, he said he, he knows you. And I was like, what's his last name? Said Keyspan, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> small world. It, was a it is very small world. Well, tell us a little bit more about you, like um, in the sense where, like, who you are um, and why you decided to like become a coach in general, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Well, I uh, retired in 2017, and the one of the main reasons I decided to go into coaching is because oh. While on active duty, obviously, I you don't get this, you miss quite a bit of uh, uh, activities with your children. And mm-hmm. my goal was uh, my my son, my middle son, Michael. He was he 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 was a runner, so I tried to get involved while he was in school. Uh, 
And once I retire, you know, I, I did the math and I was like, you know, I, I don't need to get a job that, you know, it's like uh, from eight to four. I can probably just um, do something that I am going to enjoy. And since I was helping out, they asked me, I mean, I didn't ask for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, the job basically just landed on me. They asked me, hey, would you like to do this full time that you retired? And I was like, absolutely. But it was mainly because I wanted to be around my uh, my children. Obviously, Ma- Michael graduated, and now I have Matthew, who's an 11th grader. And I've been enjoying uh, being around him. I felt guilty uh, when Matthew was, uh, when he was born, he was like, three weeks old and I deploy uh, nine months. So I missed like nine months of his life, you know, the first nine months mm-hmm. of his life, which is, uh, and you can't, you, you can't make that up. No, I totally so, get it. Well, the best jobs are always ones that kind of fall in your lap too. You're like, Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. It's just going to happen. No application. Yeah. Everything was just, uh, it, it worked out great. That's awesome. And, uh, I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying it. Uh, I, I don't teach at the school. I just coach. So, my, you know, I go from uh, 2 o'clock till about 5 o'clock, and I'm done. Uh, I do most of the paperwork, uh, obviously, but uh, it's been really good. Well, I, I want to ask you for it. And the one that's in school now is, what's his name? Matthew. Matthew. How did he do? Because we, we talked after I came up there, and he was talking about his strategy. Like, how did he, how did he race that cross-country meet? He did well. I think he went a little too fast. Uh, first mile, uh, he is normally like a five thirty. Uh, he went he went five ten for the so first fast. mile. Uh, it's so fast. Second mile, he was like right at uh, five forty, and uh, the last mile, you know, he had a uh, his legs were done, but he did enough so that. Uh, he was able to beat three of the North Lincoln kids. Uh, so he was able to score, you know, low points, um, which is uh, which is what we wanted. Uh, and, and it took a team effort. It wasn't obviously just Matthew. It was uh, the top five runners who um, had to finish uh, before anybody else or, or, or their number has to be, you know, the lowest out of uh, right. the entire field. It was exciting when I said when you said oh they they won I was like yeah and I was like man I need to I, I reevaluate what I was you know our coach adults did you know they get excited but like it's it's something about like when it's something about like just helping kids like achieve something like the, just watching them do more than they think they they can do like they they not tainted by like too much of life and where like people have you know stressed them out beat them down over time. Um, they they're still learning. They still are being developed, and uh, seeing them achieve that was really great. Oh yeah, absolutely. And one of the things, like for me as a coach, uh, since I started coaching, I do uh, track and um, cross country. I don't ever cut anyone because uh, everybody has different goals. And you know, I see my job as like if your goal is to just get in, you know, get in shape. Um, and do some social with the kids that are here, then, you know, I'm going to help you get there. And there's some kids that are, like, driven. They're like, I want to be a state champion. Well, you know, different standards. They're going to work a lot harder. Right. Uh, so I don't have, like, everybody's doing this. It's just 
we have lots, lots, lots of uh, different uh, uh, kids with different goals, and we try to. I see my job as like making sure that they meeting their goals, or they're getting close to them. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, obviously, not everyone can meet their goals, but we have something to aim at, and that's what we work towards. And that's interesting, Rico, because you're the. We've had one other coach on who was um, the baseball coach, not the head coach, but. I forget, was he uh, for the, the baseball team at UNCW? Okay. Maybe he was the, I'm not a baseball guy, but he was one of the, the coaches. I think they have several. But you're the one who's so far leading the youngest group of people that we have um, had on the show. And it's interesting to me because even in, in corporate or any organization team, you've got the exact same kind of stuff that we're talking about, right? Where you've got those high achievers, they want to win, whatever that means to them, they want to succeed. And then you've got other folks that are like, hey, I'm here because I want to be a part of the team, or I'm just I'm just here to collect a paycheck, or I'm, you know, That's I know right. that at least the in the running aspect, it's voluntary. They don't have to be there. They're not making a paycheck. So the, the kids that are there at least want to be there, but all with different levels of activity, what's one of the biggest challenges you have leading a group of young people? Because uh, we've not been able to, to pull that string with any guests yet. Well, I think that, uh, like, we have kids that are um, with medical issues, uh, asthma. We have kids uh, that, um, you know, it doesn't, um, as long as they're trying, uh, we're happy to have them, and we don't have anyone that like. Um, uh, I don't. As long as they have a good attitude, mm -hmm. it's a good environment. Yeah, and it's a win-win. And you know, before they get to uh, uh, to practice, or one, once they get to practice, yeah, one one of the first things we do is like, hey, however your day was today, it doesn't matter. Let's shake out all the. If you had a bad day. Or if you had a great day, it doesn't matter. Let's shake out all the negativity, and this is going to be a great practice today. And, you know, just having that mindset of um, this practice is going to be good regardless of what it is. What it is. And, you know, I, I, we have to, I have to talk to them all the time too because, like, for, for example, Mondays, it's a hard day, and everybody's like, Oh, here's Monday, but you Come know, in with a bang. yeah, that's right. But <laughs> if you tell you, I mean, you got to tell them like. You have to have a different perspective. You have to say Monday is going to be a great day because that is the day that I'm going to push myself really hard and I'm going to make and that's how I'm going to get better. Because in order to run fast, you have to train fast. You know, you're not going to just run fast because you know you flip a switch and then okay now I'm running fast. Mm -hmm. No, you have to like run fast. You got to see. You got to feel how it feels to you know. Push yourself that much and get into that, we call it the red zone, of, uh, of sustaining uh, a little bit of pain. Red zone. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, like when you're, when you're pushing them, how do you, especially with the high achievers, how do you get them to then cycle out of that? I think back to when I was younger and running and racing and doing all that. And I, for a while, especially when I was maybe in that same age group that you're talking about, I, I wanted to be the best that I could be. So I, you know, because your brain, especially as a young man, is not fully formed. So I thought, I've just got to go hard all the time, right? Do you have a challenge getting some of those young folks to, like, pull back and say, today's a, an easy day? Uh, 
Not really. I mean, like on, on the easy days, we tell them. Uh, and everybody's easy day is different. Yep. Because if you are running a, you know, um, one of our kids is running like 1530, uh, 1545, his easy day is 620. Right. Whereas, you know, a 620, it's a hard day for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So um, we preach to them that, yeah, it is on easy days, you have to go easy, but their easy days are different. And, and we kind of like, we have groups. Uh, at least there's two, three. Uh, some groups are like five, six, um, and they kind of run together on easy days. Uh, and that kind of, I guess, holds them back when they're in a group. You know, they're not, they're not going as, they're not going as hard. Um, so, but yes, we definitely have some that are just high achievers, and you know, they they like to push the envelope, uh, even 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 on easy days. Yeah, we see that all the time. I, I know, like all all of us probably leading adults, where you've got some folks that are just grinding all the time, you know, and it's a matter of like helping them understand at times, hey. You've, you've got to rest a little because if you That's don't, right. you're going to flame out. That's right. That's right. You can't go 100% all the time and then, you know, perform. And, and one of the things, like, uh, there's, there are weeks where we have we might have two races mm. during the week. Well, we don't want them to run hard uh, two, on two races. So one of the races we'll use for training where they do a tempo run. We're not, they're not running as hard. Mm. So we see... Which, which race is more important? Normally, it's a Saturday race where we go. It's a bigger race. We have a lot more competition there. Uh, so those that's the race that we want them to do to run hard. So like the conference meet that we have on a Wednesday, you know, they're just doing a tempo run. They're not going as hard. And um, for that reason exactly that, you know, we don't want them to uh, go hard more than once a week or be able to race more than once a week. I wish it was like, the the key is like um, as we are older generation, right? When they you know, I mean, even remember when I first uh, joined the Marine Corps, and it was track what like my my coaches were probably not as you know uh, good at coaching <laughs> where we didn't win nothing. So you know, individuals won, but uh, like harder was better, faster was better. Like just push, 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 push. And then it, it's it's really interesting how we look back at some like even adult our adult lives and see where we were pushing so much and we got into this place where everything we did we pushed we pushed we pushed and how you're teaching them like okay this day is the day we go red zone this day we go easy so we can prepare for success and if we use that model in life you know with the because as, as I coach adults and we even. Matter of fact, we can take the physical part out of it. That's what I was just going to say. This translates into to just yeah, self care like in general. Sometimes you just need to just to need to slow down because if you are always going a thousand miles per hour, you can never see the things you need to see to get better. That's right. right. That's you know, right. You can't develop the skills you need to get better. You have to slow down, be more methodical about that improvement, and say, okay, well, because. Running life, it's not all about going, it's not all about speed. It's like going the right direction, you know, strategic. Um, cause I, and is that a for you? Is that a part where strategy is important, or do you are you one of those like prefontaine people just go hard? No, no, it's, it's strategy is definitely <clears throat> important. And the other thing too is like, um, uh, 
you got to build consistency, you know, and, and one of, that's one of the things that we do that I think has, has helped us be successful, successful at, Cro, uh, at Croatan is that we have the mindset of, like, we're training six days a week. Uh, Sunday will we'll give you a day off uh, so to rest. Six days. Six okay. days a week. So we go mo- Monday through Saturday. And, and I think that's why, like, uh, you know, we talk about cross country. We won our first eight championship, but also we won our first eight championship as an indoor track, and we've done it three times already. So we won three state championships for the boys and one for the girls, and it's just you know that doesn't come just like um, it doesn't happen by accident. It, you have to build a program where uh, you're consistent, you are, and you're doing the work because it's just. Um, and, and the kids are, like, understanding that, you know, it is not just because uh, the training is one aspect of it, but there's also the other aspects of it is, like, you know, the nutrition, obviously, uh, and then I preach to them, you know, as at their age, they should be getting, like, nine hours of sleep. I know it's very difficult for them because school um, and all the distractions that they have, um yeah, it, it it gets to me because they tell me sometimes like, "Hey, you need to get more sleep." It's like I don't have time. All right, let me see how much screen time do you have? <laughs> yeah, and my, yeah. And, and my average, you know, the average is like two and a half, two and a half to three hours. Like of screen you, time. Of screen time. Yeah, uh, you want to you want to get a shock? <laughs> turn the screen time uh, counter on your phone, and it'll give you a weekly report. It'll change your life. You don't want to see my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, hey. Well, you know, if you like just limit your screen time to from two and a half hours to an hour or to like 30 minutes. And then if you think about it, like what are the screen time? What are they really doing? Why are they learning? Because I ask them, like, what are you uh, out of all that time that you spent? What did you learn? Oh, I don't even know. I don't know. So it's they're just wasting it's their time. It's a waste. Yeah. They'll never get it back. That's right. right. They, they don't ever, and look at it, uh, TikTok. Lights, that's right. And Marines. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, TikTok will change your life, oh, right? I see some funny videos on there. So. Well, so you're, you're, it's interesting that, and I've always said this about sports. You know, I ran cross country in high school, played soccer, and I ran two years of track. I actually was one of those guys. I ran track because my buddies ran. I didn't enjoy it. I don't like going around in circles. I love cross country <laughs> and I love running. Track just didn't do it for me. But the first two years I was in 29 Palms and I ran because my friends, so it was a social thing for me. Yes. And that's, I think what you were describing, I was smiling when you were talking about it earlier, that there are those, those kids that you have that they're doing it probably more for the social aspect or, you know, for fitness or both or whatever, but they're not the ones that are there to like, I've got to be a state champ. How do you see them? Um, how can I say this? Like, what what energy are they bringing to the team? The impact. Yeah, what impact are they having on the team? Yeah, I, I tell them. I think all of them are contributors to the team. You know, in one way or another, uh, they're contributing. Because I tell them, if you're not contributing, um, uh, and I and I give them the example, like at home, you know, everybody's got his role. You know, dad's got a role, mom's got a role, older brother. Uh, siblings, whatever, and here in the team, you got to make the team better. Uh, even if it's like, um, you know, picking up trash that the area where we work, um, just anything to make. If someone needs something, uh, 
uh, if they're helping out. And one of the things we got we do as well is like running, especially recruiting girls. It is very difficult, you know, because nobody likes to run, right. uh, run, 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 run. <laughs> so we try to make it fun for them. Yeah, uh, we do have uh, get-togethers. We have uh, there's days where you know we might just uh, play a game. Uh, you know, they're running around. We're playing a game. Uh, and they get exercise, but at the same time, you know, they are uh, bonding, which is, you know, very important. And I don't know, it tells them like, hey, we are, we are a team, we are a family. That's the way I like my approach to them is like, is the team, it's our family. And, you know, whatever we do as a family, uh, you know, there are days that some kids might not be having a good day, uh, but we're going we're there to support them and we're there to cheer them on. Uh, yeah, and that's great. I think that interaction because you know you've always got those just humans, those people that are always happy. Yes, you know they're energetic and especially in something like running where you're like, oh. And I, I was saying to you just before we just before we got on air, right? Like. I've never woken up and thought, oh, I don't want to go surf today. Yeah. You know, there's days where I'm like, oh, it's really small and it's cold and am I going to go? But there are definitely days when I was training where I thought, oh, I, don't, I do not want to go do this run. But when you're in that group and you've got somebody who's energetic, they probably lift the spirits of everybody else. Absolutely, absolutely. And the f uh, our five best runners, they are the energy for everybody else. And... I think we've been lucky where when the five best runners are the hardest workers, you know, it kind of just instills that into everybody else. Mm -hmm. And oh, I think that's been part of our success. But And we had some uh, in the past, too. I mean, I've had kids who were very talented, but they just didn't like to work. Right. And, uh, and that, I mean, how often do we have that in the workplace, yeah, too? All the time. People that are talented, they're like, yeah, I'm good at this. I just so don't want to do it. Because you hear them say, like, man, when, when you figure this out, if you if you actually realize your gifts, like we, we, we've said it, we said it like a thousand times when we talk to people and we just want to shake them. It's like, you, man, you could be, because you can, you can see how they're, they're, they're stunning their own growth, right? And they just, they're, they're, they're taking that time that they have or that, that, that opportunity that I was talking about, um, you know, even high school was like, I, I remember I had a story where I was supposed to go to state one year for track. And this, I think it was like my sophomore year. And, um, I had all, I had one, I won races, right. I have run the, the, the sectionals in, in, in that state. And, um, I was, I was fast. Right. And then I got the ability to go to state, but then I met this girl <laughs> right and like she asked me to go to this dinner or something the same day as state was and my coach uh, coach thompson thomas coach thomas he's, every time i see him he actually tells me his damn story <laughs> <laughs> and he's like you know we, i'm 43 and he's like, probably in the 60s now and um he, t he tells me he's like he said girls are gonna be around he said, you're only going to get one chance at this. You're only going to get one That's shot right. at yeah. this. And he said, you have a lot of talent. You just don't know what you could do, you know. Uh, and, like, I'm the type of person. Like, I was in, in, in where I live, I was so fast that, like, I can, like, in the 400, I'll let you go. But I'm going to come get you. 
on the back end, on the backside, on purpose, mm-hmm. right? And my coach used to be pissed off. He's like, Vladimir, just go, just go. He's like, you play it around, you go, and um, and so I ended up not going to state. And every day when I'm running, I think about that. Like I, I think about it a whole lot actually. It's like, man, like what could I have done? Like what? What lesson would I have learned? I learned a lesson from it, obviously. Cause yeah, you're talking reading. about it now. I'm talking yeah. about it now. But right. like, I, I never want to, and, and that lesson is like, I never want to, in the future, you have to look back and say, what else could I have done? And I try, and I do my best not to do that because now I'm like, I'm making conscious decisions, you know, and very detailed decisions and strategies. Uh, and that's like one of the one things in my life that I like, I would say that I, I kind of regret. Like I, I wanted that experience. I, I went to state the next two years, right. Um, and did well, but like, you don't get that time back. You you never get that time back. And I don't, and when you're dealing with with kids, they like they always think there's tomorrow, mm-hmm. there's next week, like because you life ain't really hit them yet, yeah. <laughs> right? Because the, the parents have shielded them, you know, coaches have shielded them, and like we see something in them, and we're looking at them. It's like, man, if you only knew, if you only knew, if I had your talent, this is what I'd have done with it. But it's not, uh, it's not that. We want to go back and do it uh, again. We want to do back and do it different. It's like we appreciate what they have, and we understand that there are people that are out there that wish they could do what they do, right? And you talk about right. these super, right. these super fast people. I mean, you, you as soon as you say, he said, "Yeah, my son started off at like you know five twenty, five ten. I'm like. I don't know if I can start anything off. <laughs> you know, maybe I might give you a 40-yard dash at, at this age at that time and, you know, go out there. And he went fast, but he learned something. He didn't hold back, right? And so I think this – Yes. The biggest lesson with that is, like, not living in regret, not living in, in – and, and we can get stuck there really fast. Well, that's the pitch, yeah. right? Like, yeah. don't get stuck I, in And I'll give you yeah. an example of, like, you know, that hard work beats talent because I had, like, kids, uh, boys and girls, that, you know, their freshman year, um, they're just there. I mean, they're, like, you know, last and everything. Uh, but they're working. They're working, they're working. And – Junior year, senior year, there's somebody else. They are like nothing like the Warriors of freshmen. So, and, and that's the, one of the reasons why, like, I don't believe in cutting people because you just never know, you know, if they have the work ethic, uh, they are going to get better. They are going to get better. How and bad do you want it? Well, yeah. and it, you know, I keep, as you're talking and, and as we continue on, I keep thinking, what are the life lessons that carry forward from what they're doing, what you're teaching them, how you're leading them? What are the major life lessons that, you know, I'm thinking grit, right? Failure. Perseverance. Perseverance. Yeah. Like all these yeah. things that you're able Commitment. To, to help yeah. mold into these young people that they're going to carry forward, you know, in the rest of their lives. How, how they deal with failure. What about the with the kids that work very hard, train very hard, and don't mm-hmm. quite win or you know what I mean that's right that's yes. a huge lesson for them right yes yes it is and you know we've, we've had that as well where you know so, and that's part of life yeah that so, sometimes you can do everything right uh, you can give everything you have and you still come up short but that's just part of life quote that one mark whatever <laughs> mark that that's 
That's mm-hmm. one. Whatever time we had market, uh, it's funny. Uh, I, it ain't funny, and I won't go into it because I don't like going down rabbit holes. Joe, they don't let me go down rabbit holes, so I won't go down rabbit hole. But I'm in a place in my life where that is that's literally what we were just talking about, and it's ah, oh, it's one of those moments. I had a Morgan moment. Morgan. That, was, that was so good, bro. That was because like we we just take things for granted, man, and like life. We pour into it, we pour into it, we pour into it. And then, you know, sometimes we we pour the wrong thing. You know, sometimes we pour the right thing. Uh, but we have to understand that we we had to go through it to learn from it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and also, you know, if you put everything into it and you did your very best, maybe you didn't come up short. There was just somebody else whose best that's, was better than yours. That's right. And that's that, right. to me, is the the lesson for for anybody, especially the kids. You did your very best. Yes. Morgan's best was just better than mine, and that's why he won. That's right. You know, and and those are great lessons. You need kids. them to be better too, though. You need people to be better than you. Oh yeah, and you know, <laughs> I I don't know where it got in my head, but when I was young, it got in my head. There's always somebody stronger, faster, smarter. Than you are. That's right. You know, and that I think that keeps you moving forward, but that also humbles you to know that on my very best day, there's somebody out there who's going to be better than I am. So if I come up short, uh, you know, that to me is that that person in the mirror. What what am I saying to that person in the mirror when I look at him and I say, "All right, I I did everything I could," right? And And I've got to be. How do you help them find the joy in that? Because there is especially when you're young, there's a lot of emotion around defeat. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, one of the things we tell them is basics. Hey, we are proud of you. Yeah. We are proud of you. You did your best, and I can tell you did it. And uh, you got to be proud of yourself. I got a and, question. I got a, you know, as we talking about, like, you know, our teams and the runners or people in life, you know, putting something into it and not getting out what they thought they were going to get out of it. You know, sometimes we have these pre-perceived expectations that sometimes are not realistic, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to win this. And like, no, you're not, yeah. you're going to participate, right? <laughs> like this is just, this that's life, right? And you have to know your lane. Mm-hmm. Um, you had never coached before. That's right. I never, and, and like, I, how did you go into that? Like, I know you thought about like, am I going to do this right? Am I going to fail? Well, let's, let's be fair. Rico is an amazing athlete. Have you written with him? No, no, no. I think He's so. like a machine. So, so I, there's I, a foundation there. I think the foundation was like, um, while in the Marine Corps, I was a drone instructor from um, 1993 to 1996. And I've always, I always knew that like I can make people better. I can get them physically uh, better just with that experience as a drill instructor that, you know, uh, that people have potential and sometimes uh, when they work at it, um, they're going to discover it. And so I, I had that and I had this structure and, you know, being around high school when I was helping out, um, I saw things that I can improve. Like, for example... Uh, just communication. Like, I remember when my son was going on a track meet, and I was, I would ask him, "Hey, what events are you running?" He would tell me, "I don't know yet." It's like you, you already going to the event. We're like, how can you not know? So, you know, 
simple things like communicating and letting the kids know way ahead of time, these are the events that you're doing, and then sending that off, communicating that to the parent, not 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 only to the kids, but to the parents. Yeah. So sending like weekly emails, hey, this is what's coming up this week. So those are things that, you know, were pretty natural to me that I was like, hey, this is like, we can make this better. So you were pulling stuff from your leadership and your professional life into... Yes. Because when you're leading, you're leading, right? And, That's and right. communication is a huge part of that. Communication is huge. Communication is huge. And I thought like, you know, I... I I can do this. Because um, that's going to help them mentally prepare as well. Yeah. And and as a runner, too, like it took, um, I experienced on my own how I can, I can train to run under 18 minutes. Because, you know, when I first came in the Marine Corps, uh, I was like most Marines, you know, like to lift weights a lot and powerlifting. And, <laughs> uh, but... I learned that the Marine Corps doesn't care about how strong you are. It, they care. You, you get uh, judged on how fast you run, how many pull-ups you can do, and how many sit-ups you can do. So those are the things that uh, I focus on. Specificity. Uh, that's right. Yeah. And I, you know, I was, I've always been like over 190 pounds, so, and most people you know 190 pounds you know it's difficult to run under 18 minutes yeah. but through training i was able to do it so you know if i can do it i think anybody else can do it and i uh so i knew that so i, I had the experience of like i can make somebody faster uh so with that i felt like pretty comfortable um, that i could be an asset to the team and uh, it just worked out, and then and then the work ethic too. I I knew that you know it, 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 it's a process. It takes time. Uh, you don't get better from one day to the next. It it takes some time, uh, but if you stick with it, and you stick with it, and you stick with it, you know you're gonna see results. So uh, coaching, I guess, it was a little bit uh, um, natural. I didn't have to like. And now, obviously, uh, to be a an amazing coach, which I was uh, reading your book. There's things that I need to do. You know, I need to get certified, like on nutrition. I mean, I I, I think I know, but getting the certification just, you know, it's it's a it's a good check mark, and you know, things that I can do that are going to not just benefit me, but benefit my mm -hmm. uh, the kids that I'm coaching as well. Yeah, that's a big uh, yeah. That was huge right there because a lot of people, even me, right. Um, where you say, oh, I got this, I got this. But, like, you can be good at what you do, you can be great at what you do. And the knowledge base of a coach will determine that, right? And if you're willing to to accept what you don't know and go out and find the information and learn it, because coaching in a mental sense, in a physical sense, in a spiritual sense, in an emotional sense, it's all about continuous development. Absolutely. And if we're asking people to, to continue to grow, we have to do the exact same thing. That's yes. leadership in a nutshell. Yeah. Right? And that's what coaching is. And it's interesting because a lot of, you know, workshops and talks and stuff like that that, that I've been doing lately is where leaders want to transition into leading like a coach. So it's, it's interesting the dynamic there right? And how the two are mixed. So you went from being a leader to being a coach. And then you've got a lot of, you know, leaders who want to pull that coach 
style into their leadership um, so that they're better able to like facilitate the growth of their team so they can meet their goals and their objectives and all that kind of stuff. But it's this, it's this like paradigm shift in the leadership world of kind of that authoritarian dictatorial type of leadership style where it's more, we're in this together. You're great at this. You're great at that. Let's all come together and accomplish the goal. And, and I think that's the biggest part, right? And leaders, we're always looking at, the, you know, especially us as military, where it was always the masses, right? But the, the really good leaders, the really, uh, like, um, the people that just, I would say, like yourself, like, that showed that, that genuine concern, the empathy, the compassion, the grace, the love to their people, right? They were coaching. And I think of coaching as, Really meeting each individual where they are, right? Having the having the 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 know with all to like say this is what like you said this is what this person needs this is what the other that's coaching, right? Uh, you can lead a group of people and they can follow you, and that that that's totally understandable because you're just setting an example and they're just doing what you're doing. But that that coaching aspect is an individual relationship with your given athlete, your give the given person, or the the person that you the are charged with, you know, developing. Yeah, think about every great movie out there about any sport you want that's, you know, founded around that. It Every one of those movies, there are moments in that movie that tug at your heartstring when one of the players is having an issue and that coach meets with them personally. Goes to the house or something like some, that. There's always that scene yes. to help them get through it, right? And that's what yeah. that's what coaches do inherently because you know all of your people. And that's what we try to strive for as leaders is knowing each person and where they are and what they need, you know, and to have those moments so that they can rise to whatever challenge it is. One thing that stood out to me in most of the, you know, that one quote you had, you know, in about 27 minutes, uh, I still remember the time <laughs> thing, uh, was where you said you send their goals or their, their race distances to home to, um, to the parents as a coach. Like that's huge. Right, because that it's reinforced. Like sometimes we just like, okay, well, you need to learn this, but we don't get the community involved into saying like, um, I, I remember many times like, what you you know, having kids, I got four daughters, and you don't know what's going on, and mm -hmm. like, how how can I help my child if I don't know what's going on? But when I have those have had those teachers and coaches with my children that are more hands on and say this is what's going on, I can help you. I can reinforce you. It, 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 and you don't have to be like a coach. You don't have to be this 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 hoity toity person that knows everything. You just got to say, don't forget, you're running a four hundred. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, you're running a 400. And that's it. Like, it's that simple. And they like, hmm, I'm running a 400. <laughs> right? That's that reinforcement. And, I, and I, I mean, that's a big piece. And I was like, man, I think my daughter needs to go. To, I need to be in the crow. <laughs> well, you're, you're there to support, really. And that's what great leaders do is they let, you know, so really you're, as a leader, reaching out to the the child's leader, which is their parent. And if you were to put that in kind of a corporate construct, it's the leader reaching out to that team lead and saying, hey, you know, Rico's got this coming up or this is what's going on so that they're there to support. And that lets that provides everybody that sense of like effective communication. Well, yeah, yeah, being cared for, because if my parents know and they care and they're involved and they're there to support me, that's probably going to bolster my confidence as well. Do you see that a lot? I, I do. I do. But at the same time, like sometimes it's frustrating too because, you know, you spend the time and uh, energy to do that. And then like 
Uh, some people don't read it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a huge wallow. Well, that's that's, that's in every part of the world. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and they go for the easy uh, thing, which is just shoot me a text. Like, hey, what? I was like, so now I'm like, did you read the email? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After you read the email, if you still have questions, you, you got to train the parents sometimes too. That's right. Well, but yeah, I mean, show. you see that in in teams in corporate too, right? Yeah. Like you see that. Or you're putting out all the information. Everybody's like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's right. Oh, come on, man. You knew that. It's right there in black we, and white. I know we had that program. Yeah. That was, well, well, you got the email yesterday. I saw you that you read it. Oh, that's what that was? I think I deleted it. Hmm. You know what I mean? No, I've, I've, I've been there before. Like, you got you to gotta be in tune. You got to be, uh, what they say, keep your ear to the ground, right? Make sure you, you can keep the pulse of the organization and, and keep the pulse of your people. Um, if you're one, not only for you, like you follow, it sound like you follow up with them. Did you get what I sent to you? Right. You got to inspect oh, yeah. what you yeah. expect. Right. I, I, I test them. I test them all the yeah. time. So like Monday morning, cause I send the email on Saturday for the following week. So Monday more Monday at practice, like, all right, what are we doing on Wednesday? Or, uh, you know, um, just ask some questions, uh, because now that forces them to like, okay, coach is going to ask me questions. So, and I call out on anybody, you know. I like um, it. Well, and that's, that's teaching them <laughs> accountability, too. So, again, Absolutely. more of these skills that translate into other things. Rico, I think we're going to start wrapping up soon. So one of the questions that's, that's, like, in the forefront of my mind is, what's been the most rewarding thing for you in working with these young people? For the most rewarding thing is just seeing that for them to grow, and for them to like figure out, learn that like, wow, you know, I was really good at this. I, I, I didn't even know it. Or in some aspects, it's just giving them more confidence. Um, some kids, you know, go out there and that no social skills, not confidence, and they make friends. Uh, so the most rewarding thing, I think, is just that, you know, kids are confident they're getting better and I think if I'm making just a little bit of impact uh, to make their lives a little bit better then it's a win for me that's awesome I mean that's that's every leader's dream right yeah yeah is I mean, it to see growth in the people I guess regardless of age yeah I wrote it down today one of the biggest things I learned from you all people have potential they just need to work on it that's right that's it <laughs> that's that's key I'm gonna literally send it to all my athletes and I'm gonna send to all my my uh, professional clients is is key because sometimes we overlook something that we don't see because we like got as society we got to touch it feel it uh, and that's not always what it is hard work you know how bad do you want it and that's the key like nothing is unobtainable if, if you do the work but the key is you got to do the work you so, got to do the work yeah absolutely and uh, don't limit yourself because um, like. Uh, I had parents before who told me, oh, my kid's got asthma. He shouldn't be running. I'm like, uh, there are other kids who run. I mean, my wife has asthma, and she's done like, Ironman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, it's manageable, uh, and you can do it. And, you know, when I know about it, you know, I can monitor that athlete. Uh, but it is not a, it's not a limitation because mm-hmm. uh, – if you feed your limitations, you get to keep them. That's, what That's right. Yeah, right? It's, it's the difference between limitations and challenges. That was another one. If you yeah. feed your limitations, you get to keep them. Yeah. 
They become pets, right? That's right. That's right. You're just reinforcing, like, yeah. oh, I have asthma. You know, I can't do this. I have asthma. I, I, I can't run. Uh, and if you keep telling yourself that, you then you believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a, a lot of it, for uh, at least for, uh, for coaching, is like what you believe. You know, if, if you believe that uh, you can run uh, at this pace, then visualize it and. You, you, I think you'll be able to run with, with work, obviously. It, right. It, I was going to say, there's the, the, that's yeah. the key element there is with work. Yeah, time and effort. Well, awesome. that's it. I think, uh, Rico, appreciate you coming down, making that drive, and being on the show. Uh, this is very important. I got some, I got all, this is going to be some easy notes to, show notes to make. And then, you know, to, to share this with uh, my athletes and people that I come into contact with daily, uh, these are big. These are big, big golden nuggets that, you know, uh, will not only better the next generation, but better people in general. And we appreciate the work that you're doing. And uh, I applaud you for, you know, taking on the responsibility of changing lives. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's uh, I, I enjoy doing it. I get up every morning and, you know, it's uh, something I look forward to. It's it's not like you were saying, you know, I don't I don't you don't get up in the morning like, oh, I don't want to go coaching. I look forward to, uh, so it's, um, I feel like I'm living my best life That's awesome. every day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. It was, it was great. And, uh, obviously you know what you need to do if you're listening to this, you need to give us four to five, I mean, it's probably just four stars, but like a good review is like, how awesome was Rico? Like, you know, I want you to actually, you know, send us some job applications through there. It's like, I wish you could come coach my, my, my team college or, or high school. And, and you know, let's keep them in the game. Cause I know, you know, at some point, you know, we start to say, oh man, should we be doing this? And I'm going to go retire and go sit on the beach somewhere. I think he needs to, you know, a little bit, uh, of, encouragement but it, we can only get that in your words in the reviews on the podcast uh platforms you got to do it you got to say we want you to stay rico we want you to stay <laughs> morgan's morgan's uh playing to the crowd trying to get you to give us some stars Heck yeah yeah everybody let us know what you want to want to hear us talking about on future episodes and uh thanks for hanging out see you later bye <laughs>